You are listening to Red Engine Podcast, so named because trains are delightful and socialism will win. Hey everyone, uh, first of all, a few here, I'm knitting because I'm awesome and I like to knit. <laughs> so if you hear this shit, that's just my beta ass self knitting. So if the clicking is weird, sorry about that. Um, I don't, I don't think it'll pick it up, but that's what that is. So, uh, I guess I decided I want to put more of these episodes out, even if they're dumb. Um, so I'm going to talk about things I want to talk about. And I, a lot of times when I think, oh man, I should have, I should record this is when I'm at work and I'll have these like internal dialogues in my head, like some kind of crazy person. Um, and I'm like, man, I should just be recording this out loud and that would be uh good content and i found myself doing that today um but it was about star wars um and so i thought you know what i'll just uh, when i get home tonight after work i'll i'll record this episode if you guys don't like star wars maybe skip this one if you do maybe skip it anyway because it's a terrible show but (laughs) so i was listening to um a uh, a podcast called What the Force. It's really good. It's a it's a Star Wars podcast. Um, I recommend it, especially if you're on the left. Uh, the woman is Canadian, and she's like a um, feminist, like pretty pretty feminist, um, real progressive and stuff. The show's not political. She doesn't get all political and stuff, but it's it's a good it's a good show if you have that kind of inclination. Every once in a while, she'll say something that is a little, you know, fellow traveler of her, but it's, it's mostly about the content of the series of the, what do you call it, the franchise? No, the, uh, the hell do you call it? Uh, anyway, um, anyways, they were talking about, <clears throat> I hadn't, I've been kind of not paying attention to a lot of Star Wars stuff lately, but I was out of other stuff to listen to, and I was like, yeah, what the hell, I'll listen to this, and I, I found myself realizing once again that I just don't care anymore. And I stopped caring after I saw The Rise of Skywalker. And I'm not one of these people that, like, hates all the sequels and hates all Disney, Star Wars. Um, When The Force Awakens came out... Well, let me back up. Let me just talk about my, my history with this show. So I don't like a lot of pop culture. I'm not a pop culture guy. I think Transformers are stupid. I think Spider-Man is fucking dumb. Uh, Spider-Man's not the worst, but I'm not going to go see the movies. Batman, I fucking hate Batman. Superman, like, are you kidding me? Superman, it's for, like, 12-year-olds. All that stuff, I, I don't like it. And as far as, you know, the original trilogy, I don't even like 70s and 80s movies. I, I Back to the Future is stupid. Ghostbusters is dumb. That whole era to me is like this Gen X shit that's been shoved down our throats. Deer Hunter sucks. Aliens suck. Like I just, I don't like that stuff. But for some reason, this um god damn it, what is the word? It's like franchise. It's not fran- maybe it is franchise. The Star Wars property um is different for me, and I, and I don't even know why. I mean, I know now as an adult, as a grown man, 32 years old, that the only reason I like this series, um, even though I hate a lot of the other stuff 
that a lot of the fandom shares overlaps. Like, I, you know, Batman, Spider-Man, Transformers. I'm not into that Dungeons and Dragons magic. I'm not into that stuff. I never was. But I have this one carve-out for Star Wars. And I know now as a grown man it's because of nostalgia. Like, pretty much 100%. I mean, the new content coming out with Disney is cool, too, to, like, keep up with. But if it wasn't for nostalgia, I wouldn't probably be into it. Um, and I know that because I'm not into any of the other stuff that most Star Wars people are into. But um, what I don't understand is why, even as a kid, I was into it. Like, you know, for some of you younger guys listening, if anybody's listening, you got to understand that, like, when I was a kid, these were, like, old shows that had come out before I was born. And... Um, and they would be on, like, TV on, like, USA Channel or whatever every once in a while. And it was, like, a big deal. Oh, my God, Star Wars is on Channel 32 or whatever. Or 33, actually. No, 33 is Discovery Channel. 29 was USA. Anyway, we would turn it on, and it was, like, you'd only see bits and pieces because you never know when it was going to start unless you, like, read the TV guide like some kind of psychopath. But, like, other than that, there was no such thing as, like, content. You couldn't just go on, there was no internet, there was no, you know, there were the movies, and then, like, when you got older, you could walk yourself to the library and read, like, crappy old novels, which we loved at the time, but that was it, there was no, like, I'm in a Star Wars mood, let me Google, let me read Wikipedia, that didn't exist, so my point is, when, there, you would see references to Star Wars and pop culture and shit. I would get this feeling that I can't even explain. I'm talking about when I was a little kid. Like, I remember the movie Indian in the Cupboard, which is a mediocre, dumb kid's movie. But there's one shot where he opens the cupboard and his Darth Vader toy turned real. That's, like, the premise of the movie. And is, like, battling a dinosaur or whatever. And just seeing Darth Vader waving his lightsaber for just a second, you would get, like, this feeling of, like, oh, my God! It's Darth Vader, like, it was like a warm feeling, almost like a homey, I don't know, it was like nostalgia before I was old enough to have nostalgia, and so obviously this, um, I gotta look it up, this is driving me insane, hold on. Well, I tried looking it up, and the only thing that came up was franchise, but I don't think that's the word, if somebody's listening to this and you're about to scream, I'm sorry if you know the word on the tip of your tongue. It's like a franchise, a property. I'll say property, that sounds more right. The Star Wars property was different for me, it always was. But it was only three shit movies, you know. And then when I was a little older, like still in grade school, I'm talking like fourth grade or something, I heard that they were going to do the sequels and I was stoked and we were all excited. But I had kind of outgrown it a little bit by by then, um, it was, like, this cool show, but I wasn't, like, playing lightsabers with my friends or any shit thing, I'd moved on to, like, I don't know, Jurassic Park and reading books and talking to girls and other shit, it was kind of something in my early childhood, but the prequels came out when I was, let's see, I think the first one was in 99, so I guess I was only 11, so I guess I'm kind of making these periods of my life seem bigger than they were, but when you're a kid, everything seems epic and longer and bigger. But when the, the, the episode one came out, I saw it in the theaters and it was like so cool and awesome and epic and, and just dope. I got really into it. And then I went back and I watched 
the originals again, and I remember just, because I had forgotten, like, it seemed weird that Darth Vader sucked so bad, and that, like, how corny it all was compared to episode one and two, I had just gotten so used to that. Um, so my point is that the prequels were what's my, like, um, that is Star Wars to me as much as anything else. And I loved it. Um, in high school, we were all, you know, we'd talk about it and stuff. There wasn't a whole lot going on. And we grew we, you know, I was doing other shit. I was really into music and sports and I had a girlfriend and homework and other shit. But it was still a show I liked. So anyway, fast forward... Force Awakens come out, comes out, and when it dropped, it was, I mean, I was super excited, and I really liked The Force Awakens. Um, I was kind of bummed that they, they did, not just the, the plot being such a repeat, which it obviously was, and I was like, alright, you get one, I get that, they have to draw in, like, they have to s- start strong, they don't want to take risks, I could understand that. What really bummed me out was the aesthetics that were, like... Not the aesthetics, but, like, the... So, like, the TIE Fighters and X-Wings again. Where it's, like... So, like, when I saw the trailer and they had X-Wings, I assumed that was, like, New Republic policing action. You know, it didn't really make sense that they would be the rebel ship again. And then we have TIE... Like, they shoehorned in a lot of things, like... Same with the Stormtroopers. When the Stormtroopers were in the trailer, I thought those were going to be government troops off to do something, you know, the good guys, because Luke and them won, and they set up that they would have inherited the Grand Army of the Republic, which then was the Imperial Army, when you take over that, and you gain the, you, those are your troops now, so that was kind of a bummer, but other than that, um, I loved Ray. I loved all the new characters, um, I did catch that I mean, look, who's kidding who? There is, like, a female push going on. I mean, Kathleen Kennedy has said it. And she's wearing shirts that say, the Force is female. I mean, it's pretty blatant. But that never bothered me because you're only equalizing... You're only bringing it up to 50%. So, like, Ray was a female main character, and then Jin Urso was another main character was a woman. But that's still only two films out of... Well, total 11, 10, 11, you know, and then Solo came out and that was a guy, that one bombed, so it didn't bother me, but it was pretty obvious that that's what was going on. Um, So anyway, when The Last Jedi came out, I thought it was weird. It seemed like almost like a high quality fan film, Um, and I didn't like it when I saw it in the theater, but then I went home and I watched it on Netflix um, or something. And it it grew on me. I liked it more. Um, I think the opening battle there with the, what do they call it, a juggernaut? Is that what it is, juggernaut? Dreadnought. And all that, that whole opening sequence was boss. I thought, I don't like what they did. To, oh, that was where I was going with Kathleen Kennedy and her feminist push. I didn't appreciate how all the men had to become fucking losers for some reason. Like Han, like, abandoned his wife and child and, like, ran off with his bro Luke turned into a loser, like, ran off. That bothered me. And how they had to kill off all the guys to leave just the Disney princess. And I was in Barnes & Noble. I saw a book cover. It was a novelization of A New Hope. And the cover was a giant silhouette of Princess Leia 
The back was all about how one young woman has to discover herself as she fights an evil thing, you know, empire. And then there's a tiny little Luke Skywalker at the bottom. And I'm like, all right. Like, you're clearly marketing this Disney, this... You're marketing Star Wars towards little girls. Oh, and all the all the merchandising commercials you see on TV are little girls flying X-wings. I mean, it's they're true. They are trying to Disney princessify Star Wars, which. But again, my point is was that that didn't bother me. Like that's fine. Um, except I don't like how they made Luke and Han losers for no reason. Um, I think they had wanted to just get them out of the picture and make Leia, you know the carry the whole thing and make it all about her handing down her feminine bullshit to Rey. Um, which I'm not against, but that doesn't mean you have to, like, turn Luke and Han into fucking degenerates and deadbeat fathers and shit. So I didn't, I didn't like that. But I loved Kylo, his whole, like, fanboy of the of Vader and how he's a fucking whiny bitch who, like, he's basically an alright guy. And I loved that. Um, so there was, there was good and bad. I didn't, I didn't love The Last Jedi, but I liked it. It was alright. It was like every, you know, every movie doesn't have to be your favorite. This one kind of sucks, but it's alright. It's got some good things. Um, I would still say the prequels were better than a lot of this Disney shit. But that doesn't mean the Disney stuff was terrible. It just means it's not my favorite. You know, we got three trilogies to choose from. If one isn't your favorite, that's fine. That was my attitude. And then The Last Jedi came out, and I didn't want to be one of these fucking guys who's like, fuck the sequels, man, fuck... Because Force Awakens was good. Not best-case scenario, um, because they did do a lot of heavy, like, nostalgia shit, but I can take that fine. And then Last Jedi kind of sucked, but it was all right. But if they could make pull this one off, it could be overall a pretty great trilogy, and... I wasn't against Palpatine coming in. Clearly it was done last minute and they were kind of floundering. But if they could make it work, um, I thought it could be a good way to save what they were doing if they could make it work. But watching it, I knew right away it just was going to suck. I mean, immediately. Like, the dead speak. (laughs) And then the whole shoehorning in, the whole intro was just Kylo Ren, like, running around doing bullshit. And then Rey ends up alone. Like, it felt depressing, the ending. Rey's, like, alone in the desert. Like, to do what? I don't even remember what the, if they even talked about, like, what the new government's going to be like or any of that. I just didn't care. And it wasn't like a visceral, fuck this movie, this movie sucks, oh, this is the dumbest movie. I was, I left the theater kind of almost confused. I do have to say Palpatine, the way they depicted him, I thought was dope. I loved the horror of the Sith, the the face of the dark side, like, unmat, like, just this disgusting, macabre, like, he was hard to look at as he's talking. And it was fucking putrid. It made me want to vomit. But I loved it. It was so good. Like, he felt like the de- It felt like hell. That planet Exegol felt like hell. And I loved that. I mean, it was really, really good. But that's all aesthetic. The plot itself didn't make any fucking sense. So, I left feeling really confused in a lot of different ways. Um, 
and I never realized, like, decided, oh, I hate Star Wars, but it was, like, a couple of, I don't know, months later when I realized I hadn't viewed any content or anything of it, and I had started reading The Cimmerillion, and I got really into Middle Earth and shit, Lord of the Rings, and I realized, like, I just don't care anymore about Star Wars. I felt like I had suddenly grown out of it like I was supposed to when I was, like, 12, and I didn't realize I had, and all at once, and I thought about it, I was like, it's because of The Last Jedi. Or, I'm sorry, The Force, the Rise of Skywalker. I, I was thinking about it, I was like, why do I feel this way? And it's because they just, they ruined it. They just... I think... It was, it's too, I think one of the main things that really did it is that it was so apparent watching it what you were watching which is an entirely boardroom driven court I mean you could see Ryan J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson like they were literally burning each other I, I forget who said this somebody said it was like a rap battle like the like Force Awakens Last Jedi and, and uh, Rise of Skywalker was like a rap battle a three part rap battle against each other like they were literally dissing each other with the lightsaber toss and then Luke gets it back and it's like, yo, you shouldn't toss a lightsaber. Like, it was so heavy-handed. And then I could just see Kathleen Kennedy forcing this Princess Leia arc that fucking didn't make any sense because she died fucking years ago. And the whole thing was just a clusterfuck. And then Rey taking the Skywalker name? That doesn't make any fucking sense. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. I would have preferred, and this is a theory I saw float around, when they said it's the rise of Skywalker, some people speculated that it's going to be some kind of weird time travel shit, where she has to, like, go back in time and, like, seed Anakin um, and Shmi Skywalker, and this is the rise of Skywalker, and that would explain why they're even telling this story in the first place, and to me, that would have made more sense. Or, or at least been more satisfying than what we got. Because I really thought, especially when they introduced Palpatine, I guess I'm a sucker, but I really thought that this was, that they were going to justify the whole trilogy with this last movie. And they didn't. It's like at the end of the day, why was this story even told at all? Like, it it just felt really dumb. And the fact that now, you know, you could say, well, like I said before, well, every trilogy doesn't have to be your favorite. It's like, yeah, but now when I go back and watch Empire Strikes Back, say, I know that according to canon, according to Disney, it, the whole fucking thing's ruined now. The whole property is ruined. Because Vader's sacrifice didn't mean anything. And then... Like, if I go back and watch the prequels now, I know that Palpatine is going to, like, come back and fight Rey. Who's Rey? Oh, I don't know. Some woman in the future. It, it, it hangs over everything now. Is this, like... All your heroes are going to become deadbeats and then die. And then you're going to be forced to care about this woman who doesn't really do much, or else you're a sexist, according to the makers of the show. 
and Finn's there, but nobody knows why, and the whole thing, it just, it, it almost feels like being in school, like you're being lectured or something with the sequel trilogy. Like, you must like this, or else you're not a real fan. I've heard that. Or, of course, like I said, there's the whole you're sexist, racist, toxic fan base bullshit, which was complete nonsense. And I like Daisy Ridley. I think she's a phenomenal... I've never heard of her. I'm not going to act like I've seen all her cattle or her work and shit. But I think her acting was phenomenal. I think she's really, really good. And I think her character arc was really good for the first two. But then in The Last Jedi, when they turned her into a fucking Marvel comic book superhero, not in that she's super powerful, which she was inexplicably powerful, but all of, the, all of them were in the sequels. But no, but just her blandness. She has no... Her motivation was to find her parents. I, I just... I don't like... I don't like it. At the end of the day... Her arc ends with her in the desert in the very shitty little hovel that Luke Skywalker was trying to leave because it fucking sucks there. And, like, it, I just, it was disappointing, but, you know, there's still the Mandalorian. We'll see what they do. If this Obi-Wan series ever gets off the ground, that could be fucking tremendous. Maybe this sequel trilogy will just get kind of relegated to the weird section of all Star Wars stuff, like the the uh, weird 70s spinoff that is kind of funny. I'm trying to think of a good example. I don't know, like, like Alien vs. Predator or something. Like, kind of not really relevant, but let's kind of pretend that never happened. But technically it's canon. Isn't that hilarious? So... That's all. Check out What the Force. Um, don't buy Ben and Jerry's ice cream because they are on the BDS shit list. Um, meaning they they have business deals with the Israeli government occupied, doing business in the occupied territories or um, profit from the apartheid over there anyway. So just a reminder. Um, that's what I have to say. Just my little rant about Star Wars, kind of my history with the with the with the show, the franchise. I guess it is franchise. And uh, may the force be with you, everyone. Oh, and if you're hearing this, me and you're a Star Wars fan, there is a Facebook page I admin called Star Wars Fans Against Racism and Misogyny. I started it back during the Last Jedi drama when, um, like I said, I think the whole idea that the the Star Wars fan base is toxic was media hype, but nonetheless that was the perception we were getting, so I kind of started this group on Facebook to like tamper down on some of that, or maybe like people didn't assume I was an asshole not that I made it for my own reputation but to kind of put that out there for the fan base as a whole and then uh, I've kind of realized that that was kind of premature I did kind of panic a little bit and buy into the hype because I still think most fans are um, on the light side. I think a lot of that douchiness is much more in every other fan base. I mean, I think your average Transformers fan is 200 times more ridiculous than anything you'll see in the Star Wars fan base, but it is on there on Facebook. Um, 
Alright everyone, may the force be with you, solidarity forever, and uh, thank your local post office worker. Alright, peace.